This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash livingproofnewyork. Uh, if you don't mind, can you, can you talk me through what your upbringing was like and then up until the point where, like, what led to you being homeless or what your experience with drugs was like? <clears throat> uh, let me try to put this as the least incriminating as possible. I, I'll give you, like, some insights to my uh, childhood, like, early childhood, coming home from school, uh, mom being purple in the fucking bathtub with not my dad, but my uncle uh, trying to revive her. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck is wrong with mom? Uh, I didn't understand then what's going on. Um, my dad crying about if he gets a school clothes that uh, he'll be dope sick so we don't have to go to school you know, type situation and just fucking uh, selling needles for my dad and heroin to make my fucking like 20 bucks for dinner for my uh, myself and, uh, you know, just being around a bunch of fucking convicts and uh, just learning how to be a fucking terrible person from them pretty much, you know, it's like the... I, it's like, you know, you learn things from these individuals and their bad choices. And then, like, I'm a fucking young man. And, you know, these are the only people that I'm surrounded by. So it's pretty much, like, graced into uh, a lifestyle that I really didn't have. You know, I, I it wasn't mandatory that I go to school. Like, and if I did go to school and I got suspended, there were no fucking consequences. I'd go home and hit pops up for some fucking pills or whatever, you know, back then it was like crank, you want to do some crank pops? Like, yeah, let's do it. And well, whatever. And like, don't get me wrong. I fucking love my dad and my mom, but like they sure as fuck were, I want to say that they're sick and that they didn't have the uh, capability of taking care of, you know, their children. They apparently did their best, but you know, up until I was, you know, in my mid-20s, I was just living like how I was kind of taught. And that shit was not working out. And so leading back to, it was up to me to fucking come out of the days and realize that, you know, I fucking needed to change. And I'll tell you what happened there, which is fucking weird. But I'm in, uh, you know, 23-hour-a-day fucking lockdown situation locked up and I've got more drugs on me than I even had on the fucking street and so I'm high as fuck with this dumb motherfucker in you know the back of the fucking jail where you know we don't get any sunlight none of that shit so we're real fucked up and I've just got like a serious amount of fucking drugs like because I've frequented so often that, you know, I've grown up with my dad's fucking buddies. They have kids. I knew them. And now we're in fucking jail together. So it's like, picture going to college, right? But instead, uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, like, oh, I, 
I went with Johnny to fucking elementary school and then to junior high and then high school and then to college. Well, it's just like, picture that jail-wise. Do you fucking grow up with these motherfuckers? And uh, at one point, it's like, you're there with all your fucking friends. And so they come in with whatever, you come in with whatever, and we're fucking partying. And I was locked in a box where you're not supposed to have anything. And I was like, whoa, holy shit, dude, this is fucking kind of scary. Somehow, like this used to be a place where I would come and fucking straighten out and I'd be cool and I'd go and, you know, hit the reset button a little bit. But now it's just like, fuck, dude, like I'm swimming and it's like nothing's safe for me anymore. Like I, I have no choices. What do I do? And I'm like, well, I guess I got to fucking, I never gave it a shot without it. And so I fucking slid the dope to somebody else and... I'm not going to lie to you, I was tweaked out of my fucking mind. I started filling out these applications for drug fucking rehabs and shit. And I, I fucking sent so many of them out. Dude. I sent one to myself. I was so fucking high that mail came through. Two in the morning, they slid it back to me. I'm looking, I'm like, all right, I got a response. Holy shit, I sent this to my fucking cell. I'm high as fuck. Oh my God. And, uh, you know, I eventually got uh, a response. And I took the opportunity and I fucking changed my fucking life. And I... I've never looked back and uh, life as a child is ugly, dude. You know, I guess what would be important for me to say is, uh, you know, throughout all of my life, whatever turmoil has happened, especially as a child, like uh, when I started writing, like that shit was my like go-to thing. I fucking, I would leave, my, my house was bad, you know what I mean? dad and uncle fucking ODing, all this shit, you know, falling out, I would go, I would walk train tracks, and I would fucking just check where I was at, that, that's where all the fucking shit was, was on the fucking rail, I'd just go, listen to headphones, check out shit, and try to fucking do what I could as, you know, 13 years old or whatever, and I was like, yo, this is like the shit, this is like my escape, and uh, I fucking... I just loved it, and I would just draw, and I would fucking focus on that and tune out kind of everything else. So, you know, at the end of the day, if, you know, your lady leaves you or, you know, somebody dies or you lose your fucking job or whatever, and, you know, for me, like, I've always, this has always been, writing has always been something that I've always had. It's like never going to leave me. It's never done anything to me other than, you know, if I got caught bombing, like, it's not the cop's fault that he arrested me, you know, like, I was doing the crime, I'm, I'm a fucking man, I own up to my, you know, I'm committing a crime, I enjoy that I'm committing a crime, by the way, so fuck, if I get bagged, fuck, this is the consequences, I'm a fucking man, I'm gonna fucking do my fucking time, stand up, and be like, yep, and when I get out, I'm gonna do that shit again, I'm gonna give a fuck, because this is what I fucking love to do, it's just like, going to jail isn't a fucking consequence for something that you fucking love to do, like, I, I just think that that's, a, a misperception, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I fucking don't want to get fucking bagged. We see motherfuckers like, I trip out on like this dude's been fucking bagged like so many fucking times, he's still out right and fucking shit. And like, not to say that it's the same guy, uh, but uh, it's like, it's like, whoa, like, whoa, like, you know, or, or like from down here, like, like they had his face in the newspaper or all this other shit, and then. You know, the fucking, lo and behold, 
you know, like motherfuckers, you know, change their name and, and continue going or, or whatever. And it's like, I love to see that shit. I fucking love to see it. It's like, that's right, motherfucker. Go get that shit. Like, that's the, the beast inside just saying, I will not fucking stop. I fucking love that shit because that's, that person probably had a situation where that was their food. You know, and there's like, they got to fucking eat no matter fucking what. And so that's how I got out of that shit that my fucked childhood. I mean, I can talk, I can tell you stories, horrible shit from my fucking childhood. But at the end of the fucking day, um, yeah, man, I fucking, I made a lot of bad choices. Like I, blaming people, the blame game's just bullshit. I'm not a fucking victim of circumstances, you know what I mean? Like, did I ask for that shit? No. But did I choose to continue with it? I did. And then I chose to fucking turn it the fuck around, dude. And so, yeah, Bat had a bad childhood too. And that's how we've been fucking friends. I, all of my friends from when I was kid, we had a group of fucking friends that just had a fucked up childhood. We found each other and we're still friends to this fucking day. They're my only friends, pretty much. <laughs> it's crazy, like, still to this day, since we were fucking kids, like, it's fucking nuts, dude. I think that that holds fucking strong, dude. This was a segment from Ola's interview. The full episode is available on our Patreon. We have episodes from Graffiti Writers, Bat, Ola, Host18, XSM, Sake, Less YKK, Cash4, Wayne COD, and Dual Risk Crew. Members also gain access to episodes of Z and I speaking on a range of topics from mental health, martial arts, graffiti, and the world as a whole. Members can message us anything they wish to speak on or questions for upcoming episodes. Members can also opt to join our product tier where we send out products like mops, photo books, and signed prints to our members every month. Infinite thank you to everyone who shows an ounce of support. Link is in this episode's description.